Justin from FrugalSnobs.com. And as we get into episode 51 of the award-winning on-demand audio experience, it's never won an award, but that could all change as I'd like to say that this is the Frugal Snobs podcast. I just want to let everyone know this week that we did not bring to you a customary open. We just wanted to get right into the episode, right into the topic, uh, to get this episode out to you, our loyal and faithful listeners, and we thank you for that. So, as we record this podcast, it is Sunday, May 1st, 2016. Happy May, everybody. Brought Christina with me, and we thought we'd go ahead and get into uh, the episode this week. So, say hello, Christina. Hello. Excellent. So, we have a lot of things to talk about this week. Had a physical yesterday. Feeling great. I'll talk about that. We also have a product review for the Lady Noir Godiva of Chocolate. We also hit up a very uh, awesome local coffee shop over the weekend. Got a lot of things to talk about. Bonehead of the Week Award, and of course, our topic, and we have a few updates as well. So, let's go ahead and get into it. You can find out more about us at frugalsnobs.com, of course. And while you're there, folks, please make sure to register so you are allowed to have access to all of our great content. You can continue viewing all of our articles and, of course, taking a look at all the images we've got out there. Uh, you can also check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash frugalsnobs on the Twitter at twitter.com slash frugalsnobs. You can tweet us at frugalsnobs. You can also use the hashtag frugalsnobs to keep the discussion going, folks. Again, like I mentioned, all the images are out there for everybody. So if you'd like to check out the images of all the great content, uh, that we're posting out of frugalsnobs.com for registered users only, of course. So again, get out there and register. You can check out all the images on Tumblr at frugalsnobs.tumblr.com, including uh, soon to be the breakfast tostada and breakfast burrito that Christina was kind enough to uh, prepare this morning. So it was pretty awesome. So go check out those images, folks. Uh, again, just an example of all the stuff you can check out on Tumblr as well as throughout the web. And for select video episodes of this podcast, as well as all of our short-form content, you can check out our YouTube channel by going to videos. That's videos.frugalsnobs.com. Now, if you like what you hear every single week, we greatly appreciate it. The easiest way that you can pick up this podcast on a weekly episodic basis is, of course, by having it downloaded to your device of choice, by subscribing at iTunes, adding to your Stitcher playlist, tuning in to us on TuneIn Radio, or, of course, checking us out and subscribing on Google Play Music Podcasting. So we're available throughout the web. If you'd like a full list of all the networks uh, for the podcast syndication, Please do get out there. Check it out on frugalsnobs.com. You can check out the drop-down list you'll find on the homepage uh, to check us out throughout the web so that you can, of course, snag this podcast every single week on your podcatcher of choice. Okay. Whew. So, other shameless plugs. Let's go ahead and get into those as well. We love what we do. We can't do what we do without you folks, but, of course, we also ask for your help in return. We bring this up, the episodes of this podcast to you every single week for absolutely free. There's three easy ways you can help out the Frugal Snobs Project and, of course, the podcast. The first is to go out there, take the pod track survey. If you haven't done so already, go to frugalsnobs.com, click on the link. Five to ten minutes of your time, folks. You'll be able to provide us with key demographic information to allow us to create additional content for episodes of this show. And, of course, uh, also align potential advertisers, pardon me, folks, I have a little too much coffee, advertisers and sponsors for this show. I'm not a fan of ad copy. Again, when my voice works, everybody. But if I'm going to be reading ad copy on episodes of this show, it's for products and services that hopefully you find beneficial and useful. Also, you can help out the project by doing your Amazon shopping, folks, but by using the Frugal Snobs. Go to frugalsnobs.com, use the Amazon search widget, search for your product of choice, click on it from the search results. You'll be taken to an Amazon landing page, but it's a special Amazon landing page, folks, because you'll be using the, Am the Amazon associate relationship for the Frugal Snobs, and it doesn't cost you a thing, folks. F-R-E-E, -E, absolutely free. Simply complete your purchase uh, using your standard Prime Amazon account. Again, helping us out doesn't cost you a thing. It's absolutely free. And, of course, in the process, Amazon is gracious enough to kick back a few bucks, a few ducats to help us cover production costs of the show and also help us, of course, cover costs for the project. The third way you can help us out is, of course, 
by donating directly. Go to FoolSnobs.com, click the donate button, and through a PayPal-based, secure-based payment, you'll be able to donate an amount of your choosing to the FoolSnobs project. Ah, okay, so shameless plugs all around. So <laughs> let's go ahead and get into our episode this week where our topic is simplified. But, all right, Christina, before we get into the topic, though, I have a couple updates, and we have a product review for the Lady Noir, correct? Correct. All right. Do you have a description for this chocolate, by the way? I do. Um, according to the little insert that came with a nicely decorated box with ribbon, mm-hmm. the Lady Noir is from 1926. It is a fine white chocolate ganache laced with exotic Madagascar vanilla. The dark chocolate shell features the impression of Lady Godiva, who became the symbol of the brand. She's a pretty good-looking lady. It's Lady Godiva. <laughs> And by the way, folks, I'm picking up this uh, piece and looking at it, taking a look and inspecting. It has a nice cocoa smell to it. Christine, you can pick up your piece oh, as yeah. well. We have two of them. Nice deep cocoa smell. Um, again, it's probably something you want to eat pretty quickly. Uh, it looks like it's actually melting in my fingertips just from the temperature. So the chocolate's pretty velvety. So let's go ahead and take a taste here. Mm. Mm. Not bad. Um, sorry, folks, I'm chewing. Uh, my first impressions are that it's, um, I would say, creamy, uh, rich, very decadent. I think one piece is all I would need. But, Christina, what do you think of this uh, particular piece? I agree, but the only thing I would change about it, thinner chocolate shell, more vanilla filling. Hmm. So, sorry, folks, still chewing. You think the chocolate shell was a little too thick? Yes, it was a little harder to bite into. I also noticed, sorry, folks, again, still chewing here. (laughs) that the shell, to me, almost fell into pieces. The bottom is thick. The top is thin. Right. It needs to be uniform. Right. So when you bite into it, I mean, to me, you're right. The bottom is thicker, so it held, but the top basically cracked Mm -hmm. into a couple of pieces. So, again, folks, it's the Lady Noir from Godiva. And, again, put out in 1926, released Mm -hmm. in 1926? Yes. Wow. Awesome. 90 years ago. Is this part of any special collection, by the way? Yes, it's part of their anniversary collection. Did you already cover that? I said there was one out. I never went over all the pieces. Oh, okay. I was like, did you already cover that? I, just, I was hoping I was listening properly. Because we already reviewed their chocolate feather from the collection and also the white chocolate praline heart. I thought we, were, um, we reviewed the coffee feather, I thought. Is that what it was called? Yeah, we did the coffee feather and the white chocolate praline heart. Ah, okay. So, again, I'm sorry. I'm a male. So, you know, <laughs> I, I, I kind of listen. You're not the diva. That's right. True. True. <laughs> all right, folks. So, that is the Lady Noir. Uh, from Godiva, again, released in 1926, part of the anniversary collection. Um, go check it out at your local Godiva, and again, go check out Godiva. I liked it. What did you think, generally speaking? It was uh, it was very um, rich, flavorful. Palate cleanser? It is, but in a way, I'm also now wanting cherries. <laughs> cherries, almost like a cordial? Yes. Interesting. I didn't really think about it that way. And um, also, I believe you have a chubby soda there. What is that? Yeah. A little eight-ounce chubby. Okay, so... So before we get into your review, I just want to give a little backstory here. So, all right, everybody. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about this on an episode of the podcast. So please do go back to episode, I believe, 49, I believe, possibly even last week in episode 50, where we talk about all of our unintentional freebies. So uh, go back and listen to that episode if you haven't done so already. And as part of um, that review of all of our unintentional freebies, if you will, we were fortunate enough to pick up from our local giant food a chubby 8-ounce soda. It's an orange soda, and Christina's enjoying it right now. So... It's a chubby, right? It's called yes. chubby? Yes, and I can see why mm. you they would call it chubby because for this 8.45 fluid ounce bottle, there's 25 grams of sugar. That's a lot of sugar. Yes. Wow. <clears throat> Hence the name chubby because that's what you'll be after you drink it. <laughs> You're drinking it, though. 
I'm sipping it. I'm not. Hey, it's not even halfway done yet. A? I got an A? A. A. <laughs> so, and of course, we also work out, drink our protein, do all of our good stuff. We're so, allowed to cheat once in a while. That is true. So, th- on that note, um, I do want to talk about my physical this week. So, Christine and I, of course, had to head out to the doctor's office yesterday. So, once a year, I have to have a full physical and biometric blood work done. Uh, for my insurance through my full-time role, everybody. And I am pleased and proud to report that I am feeling pretty good. I look pretty decent. Uh, Kids looking strong, everybody. Uh, I weighed in at my heaviest weight ever, but it's a strong, solid weight. Um, Christine's been doing a very good job of uh, keeping me well-fed and keeping me uh, stronger. So looking good, feeling good. Believe my, uh, my, at least my vitals look pretty decent and my blood pressure is on target, correct? Correct. Perfect score. Excellent. Of 120 over 80. Excellent, 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 excellent. So, I'm telling you, everybody, I'm feeling great. Feeling pretty good. And, uh, again, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> Hopefully, that is. Um, biometric blood work comes back uh, in a week, so if there's any issues or anything else, I will uh, make everyone aware in our listening audience if uh, it affects the show at any time. We're hoping not, but you never know what happens when the results come back. So, again, poked and prodded yesterday, everybody. Took a part of our weekend. We were a little bit uh, perturbed by that, but it gets it out of the way. Considering we waited a month. Yes, we did. And again, Washington, D.C. takes a while to get things done. So apparently, again, if it's not the government, it's personal services and things like that. So it's not the government, it's health care, everybody. It took a month. It took a month for me to get this appointment in. I was shocked by that. But look how the government's controlling health care. That's true. Well, you mean lack thereof with United Healthcare leaving uh, the Affordable Care Act? Uh, I would call it Obamacare, but I'm not allowed to do that as a conservative American. So sorry, uh, mm, the Affordable Care Act. But isn't Obama a, a cuss word in our... That's right. In our household and in our studio, Obama is like cuss word. So it's a swear word around here. We've got to have an Obama jar. (laughs) (laughs) But he'd want it. That's true. Yeah, he would. He would want in taxes. Oh, yeah, by the way, that's funny. So, (laughs) sorry, everybody. That's what happens when you get a live show. If we have an Obama jar, we're going to put all this money in. And, of course, we're going to have Big Brother and, of course, our wonderful, wonderful government out there with their handouts saying they want a percentage of our, of our Obama jar. It's like a swear jar, everybody. Got an Obama jar. I like that. We should have an Obama jar. Um, and I'm going to deny the U.S. government the taxes. I, I, it, again, that's freedom of speech, et cetera, et cetera. First Amendment, I should not have to give you a thing. Anyway, we'll get an Obama jar. That's what we should do. We should put it on the show. All right, you know, I, I've decided that everybody, if you think we should have an Obama jar... Uh, please do send an email to contact at frugalsnobs.com <laughs> or frugalsnobs at gmail.com, and we'll be more than happy to entertain the use of an Obama jar. And every time that we either say the name or we criticize or whatever, something that has been, uh, uh, of course, approved by this wonderful uh, gentleman, President Barack. Mm. See, I didn't say it. Didn't <laughs> say it. See, every time we say it, we'll add something to the Obama jar. So if you think we should have an Obama jar, please do send an email, and we will entertain the idea. It's pretty cool. Question for you. Yeah. Does it count if you mention the jar? Well, it's a proper name, right? Yeah. Uh, the uh, mm jar? Yes. <laughs> okay. You just said it three or four times. I did not say the mm jar. I did not. I said the mm jar. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so let's go ahead and move on. Okay, so sorry, everybody. So it happens when you get a live show. And, of course, it's May 1st. It's raining outside. It's in the mid-50s here in Northern Virginia, so it's... Uh, uncharacteristically cool. Uh, sorry, everybody, I can't talk. Uncharacteristically cool. I'll blend the chocolate. Um, Lester. Yes, it is. Um, it's uncharacteristically cool. It has a lot to say. Uncharacteristically cool, everybody. It's in the mid fifties. Let's get serious. I'm always serious. I'm right? ready for the poll. That's right. I'm getting, getting serious here. It's May first. It's ridiculous. Anyway, 
Um, this morning went out, picked up some great deals at, at some local grocery stores and whatnot. Um, those check out, you can check out all those check-ins from Foursquare by going to foursnobs.com, everybody. If you're in an international audience, again, we hope you picked up some awesome deals this week. And if you'd like to share them with us, please just send an email. Again, contact foursnobs.com, foursnobs at gmail.com. But anyway, went out this morning and um, went to a local coffee shop. Now, we've regaled you, well, at least I have my issues with Starbucks. And we've talked about it before. And there's more now. Oh, yes, there, there certainly are. But we decided to patronize a local coffee shop called Java Loco this morning, and Christina popped in. And what did you have? Did you have an iced coffee? What did you I got having? an iced <clears throat> white mocha. Ah, and you just got me the house blend here. Yes. All right. They actually make it themselves. They blend the beans and then grind them. Oh, so they roast them too? Roast their own stuff? Or? No, they, they get the like whole bean and then mix the different flavors together to get the flavor of that. Ah, so they blend it and brew it. Yes. Got it. So it's house blended and brewed. Yes. <clears throat> it's not just some generic gimmick house blend, right? Correct. Okay, so I'm holding in my hand, folks, the remnants of a medium. Uh, I thought I'd go ahead and review it on the show this week. So um, not too bad. Um, it's about the same size. As, would you think it's the same size as a Starbucks tall? Yes. Okay. And this was, was sold to you at a retail price of how much? $2. $2. Here, of course, in the Washington, D.C. metro, $2 U.S., not that bad. I'll take a couple sips here because, again, my throat's getting a little bit dry because I'm talking quite a bit. Not too bad. Um, a little bit acidic, uh, so it has a more, of a, more of a kick to it. Um, definitely a wake-me-up type of blend. It's almost like a, a cross between a, a dark roast and more of a donut shop type of roast. It's not bad, though. For two bucks, definitely check it out. Java Loco. Um, again, do you have an address for them by any chance? I do not, but I know they're in the Van Doren Shopping Center. <clears throat> Beside Sorry. BJ's and Safeway. All right, so if you're right here in Alexandria, everybody, or in Northern Virginia, we'll, we'll post an address up for you for Java Loco. So it's in the Van Dorn area of Alexandria, so we'll definitely post a, an address for you out there. But not bad. Um, definitely awesome as, as, a, as a local business. I'm actually quite happy with the blend. I think, Christina, were you okay with your with your coffee, or do you think it was a little bit overpriced? Uh, my, mine had too much of a coffee flavor. There was <clears> not that much of a chocolate flavor with it. So... Would you say that it didn't differentiate itself much? No, it didn't. From a Starbucks, for example? Yeah. Okay, so for hot coffees, it looks like it might be a, an option for you. Cold coffees, not so much. So check it out, everybody. Java Loco. Uh, again, if you're here in the Northern Virginia area, just let me patronize the local business and mention them on the podcast. All right. So <laughs> that is the review of Java Loco. So again, like I had said before, folks, our shows will be notes-driven moving forward. So... Christina, what else you got on the notes here? Uh, boneheads. <clears throat> oh, that's right. Sorry, folks, I'm coughing here. Throat's again a little bit dry. It's the weather. Um, so we have two Bonehead <laughs> Week Awards, and we actually have a, an image we'll post out with the podcast this week. Uh, the first Bonehead of the Week goes to a gentleman who obviously does not know how to dial properly. Let me explain. Yesterday, while I was finishing up my biometric blood work at uh, the doctor's office, I was walking out of the lab area, and we walked by the front desk, the reception area of the doctor's office, and the, uh, the assistant there, the attendant, I was on the phone with a gentleman uh, who was apparently getting a bit upset, and I, I remember hearing her say several times, Sir, if you don't come down, we won't help you. And in essence, everyone, she had to explain to this gentleman that he wanted to see his doctor immediately on a Saturday. One, you can't just do that. Okay, You have to schedule appointments. And two, that he was calling the wrong office. The medical practice where my GP currently practices has two offices, everyone. There's one in Alexandria in the Old Town area, which we like, and there's another one in the, what's called the Falls Church area. Okay, now if you're not local to Washington, D.C., how far apart are these locales, Christina, would you say? Uh, Five miles, maybe? Ten miles? 
I would say approximately 30 minutes, depending on traffic. Ah, so you're probably looking at somewhere between 5 and 10 miles? Yes. Okay, so say somewhere between 5 and 10 miles. You can't gauge things on miles around here. You have to go on time. See, this is why I bring you on the show. (laughs) I'm just being honest, because one day it could take you 10 minutes, the next day it could take you 30. That's true. Okay, so let's say it's between 5 to 10 miles. Let's say it's 30 minutes, right? So, at any rate, folks, this gentleman had called the wrong number to the wrong practice in terms of practice location. Uh, he had to have it explained to him several different times. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, literally, people, if you're dialing the wrong number, understand you're dialing the wrong number, bonehead. It's ridiculous. The gentleman was ridiculous. He was rude. Um, I definitely have to give credit to the attendant. She held it together, held her composure. Uh, the gentleman had issues, and, uh, again, we hope he worked that out. First bone of the record. Second bone of the record goes to, and, again, this is related to the image that I just mentioned. We'll be putting out the image of this. On the podcast page, everybody, it's too stupid to make up. To Considering say. how long it went on. Yeah, so it's too stupid to make up. We walked out this morning to go pick up a few, again, local deals here on May 1st, obviously. And, of course, it's rainy here, as I mentioned before. Walked outside of the studio, walking to the snobmobile. We noticed a car. What kind of car was it? Do you remember? Let me, uh, let me reference the photo. <laughs> okay. So I know it was, a, it was like a goldish silver like car, older um, what kind of make? Any idea of the make? Ooh, trying to remember here. All right, so let's, it, let's, let's just Toyota. Skip okay, so this silver goldish. Light gold Toyota. Toyota, okay. With the driver's side door? Yes. Driver's side door, folks, parked on the street. Doors wide open. Wide open in pouring rain. And again, we went out. We thought it was stupid when we left. We came back about, what, hour later? Hour and a half. Hour and a half later. Door is still open in the pouring rain. Driver's side door, everybody. I'm surprised no one hit the thing. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And again, an image is out there on frugalsnobs.com for this podcast when we post the episode, so go check that out. You'll probably be able to check it out on Tumblr, too, I would think. Um, again, we don't make this step up. It's too stupid to make up. Again, not to worry, folks. We, did, we, we protected the identity of the driver. Again, no tag is shown in the photo. So, it's stupid. Absolutely. This is as dumb as the outdoor couch. Yeah, the outdoor couch. Yes, I do. Okay, so let me explain this to everybody. And you know what? I think we still have some of those images. Um, I'll have to pull them off of my own Facebook page. Oh, I, I have them somewhere. But okay, folks. So I want to also explain the outdoor couch. Um, again, near the studio, there's an apartment complex with a, with a uh, courtyard, so to speak, between the buildings. And someone apparently had put out a, I guess, a, a vinyl couch. I think a red red vinyl couch in the middle of this courtyard on a summer day. Yeah, it was a sectional because it was multiple pieces. It was awesome. An outdoor couch. How cool can it get? And again, there are pictures, folks, exclusive pictures of me laying on and, of course, relaxing and lounging, if you will, on the outdoor couch. We'll put those out there if anybody wants to. Pants behind the head, propped up. And... That's right, with my, with my cane cigar t-shirt on and sunglasses. Yes. That's right. So I, th- this is as dumb as the outdoor couch. So, okay, everybody. Back so, on track. That's right. Two Bonehead of the Week awards this week. Got through our product reviews. Talked about how you can catch episodes of this show every week. Um, also, everybody, happy Cinco de Mayo, which is coming up on Thursday, but apparently, apparently, according <laughs> to YouTube, that's right, the wonderful source and trusted internet resource of YouTube, the Antichrist will be revealing himself this week. So, again, to all, all of you folks out there who think the end times are coming, I think we agree with you. I don't want to turn this into a religious slant on this show, but again, we'll see what happens on Thursday. So, again, according to YouTube... <laughs> That's just funny. <laughs> it's just funny, according to YouTube. 
Uh, apparently, the Antichrist will be revealing himself this Thursday. We should have him as a guest on this show. No. Of course not. No, never, ever, ever. I'm, it's a joke, everybody. I'm not going to do something like that. It's ridiculous. Anyway, um, we'll see what Thursday brings, and um, I just think uh, it's kind of ridiculous, but that's just my opinion. Okay, so we covered the Antichrist story. We covered local business. We covered the Bonehead of the Week Award. We covered all of our product reviews this week. Uh, anything else to cover in terms of uh, the front before we get into the topic? Oh, uh, if you want to talk about how <laughs> our new project's coming. Oh, sure. I'll talk about the new project. So, okay. Talked about it in episode 50. We're still just as equally excited about it uh, moving forward, folks, in episode 51 and beyond. If you have a podcast out there or if you're looking to get into podcasting and want some assistance uh, or really want to find a way to, of course, syndicate your podcast on a new platform, you found the right, uh, the right solution here, folks. So, we're moving forward with the launching our own podcasting platform. Uh, we spent a lot of our time syndicating this show throughout the web, but we thought about it and thought there are certain elements of certain networks and certain platforms we like. There are other elements that we don't, so we're going to do our best to create our own podcasting platform. We're very excited about it, and we'd like to also invite all of you to join us. So at any rate, if you have a podcast out there and have a feed for your podcast and you want to submit it to us, uh, we will be launching for Podcast Royale a submission uh, form very soon to allow you to submit your show uh, for inclusion for the launch of Podcast Royale. Now, when will that be coming? Folks, I'm thinking a beta probably end of summer, I'm hoping, uh, 2016. But again, uh, we have a lot to do between now and then. But um, the project is definitely coming along. We're very excited about it. And we're looking for ways to, of course, create a community element, a social element, if you will, to podcasting uh, that's very rare. And we don't see any other platforms really uh, facilitating or promoting. So a lot of stuff coming up. A lot of things going on, and again, we will let everyone know when we've launched the submission process uh, for podcasting through Podcast Royale. So, anything else you want to cover with Podcast Royale? Uh, that's it for now. <laughs> All right. So, what else you got on your list? How about we get on to the topic? All right, let's get on to the topic. So, the topic this week is to simplify. And Christina and I have, have, have actually uh, come to an epiphany, if you will, that we have too much stuff. Do you <laughs> not? Yes, we do. I'm actually simplifying things around here. We have too much stuff. So, I mean, in our personal lives, in our professional lives, with the podcast, we got a lot of things going on, everybody. We talk about it every week. So I want to talk about how you can simplify your life from multiple facets. And, um, again, appreciate more of what you have in terms of intrinsically than all the material stuff you have. And I know, I know, as frugal snobs, I'm surprised I'm saying this, but sometimes you just have too much stuff, right? You get to a point of where there's too much of a good thing, if you will. So, And that does happen. Yes, it does. So in terms of simplifying your your professional life, um, I think that everyone out there should probably look at the priorities and the focus that you have in your role. Um, I've had to do this myself. I've kind of scaled back a little bit on all of, a lot of my activity uh, and focused on the most important things in my career. Um, it definitely makes me more effective. Uh, it helps me to not have to be overwhelmed. And um, a good example of that is my workspace. Um, I, I, of course, have a workspace uh, here at a customer site for my company based in Austin, Texas, but I work out of uh, San Francisco, California, and I was sent here to the Washington, D.C. area and uh, was kind enough from the customer to put me into a small workspace, of course, a little cubicle, if you will. Um, but that workspace used to be, um, what I'll say is festive. In other words, I had some really nice stuff on the, my, my, my walls. I had some really nice novelties, things like that little quirky things. Um, again, people could come by my desk and not forget where I was and that kind of thing uh, in terms of where I sat, et cetera, et cetera. But since then, I've kind of scaled back. I've taken those things down. I've focused more on my work. 
um, and really focused on being effective in my role. And I've also adjusted the scope of my role a little bit to be a little more specific. Uh, because if you're not specific in your role, everybody, uh, all the work in, <laughs> in the world is going to come to you like a tidal wave. Uh, there is a saying that the work uh, typically goes to people that can do it. But protect yourself by simplifying and kind of identifying what you're, what you're good at, what you're looking to grow into, and focusing your attention and time on that. I think if you simplify your work life, I think your personal life can also follow. So any, any comments on that, Christina, you wanted to add? I kind of agree because you need to have your work area as a, in a way, a representation of you. But only to a point. Exactly. Right. You don't need to give them everything you've got. You need to hold back and that way you actually preserve your actual it net. It you marketable as yeah. well. And I think it, it also keeps you from burning out. Yeah. Um, and again, it, it, when you have a million things going on, it's very important to look at the things that are the most important that will make your customer the most successful. And even though you want to conquer everything, you're only limited by the number of people that you have, right? So you got to focus on getting the most important things done and simplifying your work life. And I think that will also help you focus your effort. So that's um, that, that's the first item. Um, next up, Christina, you're making notes. Uh, yes, it's, we'll, ta- we'll touch on it later on in the episode. <laughs> okay. Cause like, sorry, but I hear Christina making notes like frantically here. Oh, no. It's, it's a good uh, little announcement that I just found in my email. Oh, excellent. I'm yeah. actually uh, looking forward to that. Cool. Okay. Oh, so. You will definitely appreciate it. Well, do you want to get to it now, or do you want to keep going with the topic? Uh, well, we can get to it now. Um, we just got an email from our local Red Robin. Mm-hmm. And I have, I'm pleased to announce, Happy National Burger Month. Nice. Speaking of which, you know what? Let's also cover this as well. Now, I know many folks out there, of course, have issues with gluten, right? And we just want to let everybody know that we wanted to recognize Aldi, a grocery store here in the eastern United States, for being gluten conscious. Mm-hmm. And uh, this month, of course, is uh, gluten-free month, if you will, I think, um, in, in support of uh, anyone who has issues with gluten, wheat, etc. So um, we're thinking next week on episode 52 of the Fickle Snouts podcast uh, that we'll also be focusing on gluten-free. So we might be, we, we have a couple of titles out there right now. I think right now it's, it's going to be something around etiquette. So we're, I think we're going to be t- talking about etiquette next week, business etiquette. We're going to be calling the episode, I believe, Well-Traveled, I think, next week. So tune in for that. Of course, we may also change it and call it the Well-Traveled Gluten-Free episode. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> sure yet. So check it out next week, everybody. Um, I'm going to get back to the topic here in just a second. But check that out. And National Burger Month. Yes. National Burger Month. So get out there and eat a burger, everybody. Again, we're all big on health here at Frugal Snobs, but sometimes you just got to splurge. So. And also, just to tie in with Aldi, they are um, they also pointed out that it is uh, Celiac Awareness Month. And celiac is the disease that people have which prohibits them from eating gluten. Yes. Well, unfortunately, I can eat gluten. And so, unfortunately for those folks, I support them, but I need my wheat. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you need your wheat? Oh, absolutely. Yes, we need our wheat. Carbs so, are good. Same thing with gluten-free beer. Gluten-free beer is a waste. I'm sorry if you have a problem with gluten, folks, or with wheat, but gluten-free beer is horrible. Anyway, but Sierra <laughs> Nevada did try, but gluten-free beer is terrible. So <laughs> let's, go back to the, let's go back to the topic uh, of simplifying. So next thing I want to talk about is uh, simplifying your personal life. I kind of alluded to that in the professional life side. In your personal life, I think... You know, you, you need to focus on the things that matter the most. Um, as I've mentioned to Ignazium on this show, Christine and I are very busy. We have a lot of stuff, everybody. I mean, we have full-time jobs. Um, we both have responsibilities to our companies uh, outside of, of course, our regular jobs. Again, it's what happens when you have responsibility in your role and you're not just a worker. Um, 
and our personal lives tend to get cluttered uh, with a lot of stuff. I mean, whether it's material things or trying to conquer everything at once. I mean, you've already got enough work to do in your professional role. Your home life can also get crowded as well. So simplify that also. In fact, um, I think we've been going through even just some some local household items and simplifying and paring down and consolidating and refreshing. Yep. And, and we're also going to be in the spirit of spring cleaning. We're also going to be donating some uh, items to charity very soon. So um, definitely simplify your personal life. I think it's going to help you out. And it also helps you find out where you're, you're the happiest, um, where you find the most satisfaction, I think. Um, what is the most important thing to you? And then you can also intrinsically ask yourself questions like, well, why am I not doing that? I mean, this makes me the most happy. Why am I not doing this? And how do I get back to it or close to it? Um, simplify your personal life. I think that'll help. And I think leading into the next item, and Christine, I'll ask you for opinions here in a second on these two items, but just to move us along here, um, I think it also translates into your financial life. Agreed. 100%. Yeah. Yes. So I think if you simplify your professional life, it helps you identify what's the most important in your personal life. Mm -hmm. You can support those items with your financial life. I'm not saying money is the most important thing, everybody, but it is important. Um, in the words of Danny DeVito, everyone needs money. That's why they call it money. So um, I think your financial life should also be pared down a bit. I think people are amazed when they often see how much they've spent on things and didn't know it. Right, and also if you're not organized in either your professional or personal life, you're not going to, in a way, in a sense, care how much you're spending because you don't know how much you're spending. Good point. Yep, that's a very good point. So, I mean, if you don't if you don't care where the money's going, you won't know where the money's going, right? So, um, I mean, anybody who knows me knows that I, I pinch every penny. I look at absolutely every single solitary penny. I want everything I can squeeze out of everything I can. Everyone, I studied economics in college. I did very well at it, and I am very good at the study of scarcity and the topic of scarcity. I am going to squeeze everything I can out of everything. Um, again, that's how you can make, you know, let's say $50,000 a year and live like you make 100. You can make $150,000 a year, live like you make almost 400. Why? Because there's, a, there's, an, there's an economies of scale there that if you practice things, you simplify things, you focus on good habits and creating good financial habits, you're going to have a good life at the end of the day. Now, again, money's not the most important thing, but let's be honest, folks. We live in a capitalist society. Money does matter. It finances your quality of life. So if you simplify your financial life, you'll be able to focus on things that are more important and enhance your quality of life. Okay, so um, are there any other simplifications that we had in the notes? I think I covered most of them, did I not? I'd say really, the only, I mean, I'm not sure if you want to clump this in with personal, but simplifying yourself. That's true. I mean, they kind of in the end, they all go hand in hand, right? So by simplifying yeah. your personal, professional, and financial lives, um, again, they should all be tied in. You do simplify yourself. You kind of look at it, everybody, and you kind of take a self-inventory of what is the most important thing to me. And I can say that from experience, and I think Christina can as well. When we've always, when we've been job hunting before, um, you kind of you, you have a great role, a great life, and through some circumstance or another, maybe you're laid off or whatever, you really start to find your character. And when you start finding your character, you figure out all the things you really didn't need, right? And then. You kind of look back and think, why did I care about any of this stuff? Why does it matter? Um, or what was I thinking? Yeah, it's like, well, this doesn't make me feel any better. I'm spending a fortune or I'm buying all these things that don't really matter. What really matters the most? How do I simplify? How do I pare down? And suddenly, everybody, guess what's going to happen? Your life will actually get better because you have less crap. Yes, I said it, everybody, not explicit content. 
you have less crap to follow and less crap to deal with. And not to mention, uh, less crap tying you down to things. That is true, whether it be people or things or opportunities. I just went through it. Yeah, people, things, or opportunities. And quite frankly, everybody, I'm a firm believer in in life, less is more. Uh, I think if everyone takes a, a simplistic approach to things, your life is a lot better. Um, I also believe that in personal relationships, that you know, other than the few people in my life that I really care about, I couldn't care less. I don't want to say I couldn't care less about other people as human beings, but I, I'm not out to make a thousand friends. I don't have that kind of time. I don't have that kind of bandwidth. I have maybe a few people in this world that I really care deeply about. Beyond that, I focus on myself, simplifying my life and being happy. Um, you know, I've said on the show before, you're born into this world alone, right? So you should probably learn how to survive it on your own and independently. And I think simplifying will help you do that immensely. Um, any other items around simplification? Not that I can think of. All right. So cover the topic pretty decently. Um, anything else you want to cover this week? Anything else we didn't cover? Um, not really. I mean, we, we covered the um, what Aldi's doing. We got the uh, good <coughs> announcement of National Burger Month. Yes, we did. Which we probably need to hit up Red Robin for, for National Burger Month. Well, apparently each burger has a personality. I see. Well, I also have a big personality, so we'll see what happens when my personality meets a burger's personality. And in the email, they actually have discover your burger personality. I see. It's like a test. Do we get to do anything like that, or do we do basically have to go find out from Red Robin? First, you have to click your favorite toppings. So it's like a test. Yes, it is. Oh, well, oh God. Okay, everybody, we're going to go through the beer evaluation. That's beer. The burger evaluation, although beer evaluation would be pretty good with that. That's what we should do. We should probably go and head, hit up Red Robin at some point this month. Have a nice beer with it, too, and we'll review them on the show. Yeah, and the nice part is you can actually choose more than one. Mm-hmm. No, actually, no. At first it let me, but now it's not. Um, but it's like, choose your favorite topping. So, pineapple, You, and your emoji would be what? A love face, thumbs up. Burger, tears, beer. <laughs> beer. Yeah, the actual Totally. Way. No, no, my emoji is beer. <laughs> uh, then they have three different types of dipping sauce. What am I dipping sauce? Sorry, but we don't want to get off topic here, but now, <laughs> now I'm curious. So. Um, it, it doesn't say what they are, so I'm trying to figure out what they are. One is obviously ketchup. One's obviously barbecue. Barbecue. Okay. I'm barbecue. Um, I'm, I'm doing mine, so. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, and everybody. what hashtag would you typically describe your Friday night with? What are your hashtags? Fun for all, mm-hmm. smile, mm-hmm. craving, uh, craving it, mm-hmm. cocktails, mm-hmm. TGIF, or just because. I would totally go with TGIF. Would you as well? Absolutely. All right. So, everybody, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this week's episode. <laughs> Christina's going to finish up her burger personality evaluation and put up, come up with her, like, I guess, a burger psychological profile. Um, if you want to check out this evaluation as well and uh, figure out and discover your burger personality, go ahead and... Um, Sign up if you have one in your area for the Red Robin Rewards Program, and uh, hopefully you'll be able to enjoy the fun as well. So, anyway, folks, Christina, you got any other comments before we sign off? Uh, yes, I'm apparently a bonsai burger. Oh, interesting. <laughs> all right, I'll take mine as well. We'll see what happens. But, all right, everybody, we're going to wrap up the episode this week. Uh, be well, never pay retail. If everybody enjoyed the episode, again, you can check us out. And the easiest way to do that is, of course, by subscribing in the future on iTunes, adding to your Stitcher playlist, checking us out on TuneIn Radio, and, of course, also subscribing at Google Play Music Podcast and checking us out throughout the web, goodforcenobs.com. Don't miss out. Register today. Be well. Never pay retail. Hey, everybody. This is Justin from frugalsnobs.com. Hope everybody enjoyed episode 51 of the award-winning on-demand audio experience. It's never won an award, but that could all certainly change, I like to say, that is the Frugal Snobs Podcast. So I brought Christina back with me. We thought we'd give you a little bit of a podcast extra. Now, again... 
today is Sunday, May 1st, 2016, and I thought I'd bring everybody along with Christina's assistance, um, a little bit of a podcast extra, and talk about the joys of a breakfast tostada and breakfast burrito, and I think everyone's had a breakfast burrito, either it's a fast food burrito or a frozen burrito, but Christina decided this morning to make basically a homemade breakfast burrito and a tostada, if you will. Uh, we'll put out the images here with the podcast post this week, along with all the other images um, at frugalsnobs.com. But, Christina, what did you put in your breakfast burrito tostada? Uh, we start off with the base of, obviously, the flour tortilla. Mm-hmm. So no corn, just flour? Yes. Okay. Um, I microwaved it to scramble eggs. because So we... you used your Ronco egg scrambler? Yeah, egg cooker. Egg cooker. I have to personally scramble them. Egg cooks them for me. I'm, I'm particular. I'm sorry, everybody. So. <laughs> and it's a nice fluffy egg whenever so it comes out. Aerated. Yes. Type of egg, like a souffle. Yes. Okay, so you have this flour tortilla as the base, um, softened, I assume, right? Yes. Okay, and then you have your scrambled eggs on top of that. Diced up. Diced eggs, okay. So scrambled, diced, cooked eggs in your egg cooker. Yes. And uh, I would, th- would you think for one burrito or one tostada, would you do one egg or two? Uh, for tostada, I um, it's about one one egg per tostada. And it's a medium egg or large egg? Uh, those are large that we have. Okay, so grade A large egg. Yes. Okay, so one large egg, uh, of course, cooked and scrambled on this flour tortilla. And to that, what are you adding? I added three types of pepper. Okay, so red, orange, well, and yellow. Correct. Okay, so rainbow peppers. We had corn. Mm-hmm, of course. Diced chicken. Excellent. Kielbasa. Okay, and the smoked kielbasa, or you can use hot or whatever flavor you'd like. Yes. And, of course, a three- cheese mexican blend four of cheese. cheese four cheese four cheese mexican blend of cheese yeah right? shredded yes. of course all right so sprinkle that on top of course a little hot sauce to mine as well so the toast is pretty cool and how long do you bake those for you would bake them for about 20 minutes until you start to see the cheese nut and the crust of the tostada get light golden brown. Right. So not burned, not crispy, but soft. Yes. Right. Crispy on the outside, soft on the inside. You're able to fold yours. Yes. I was able to fold it into almost like a, a taco or a, or, a, or a chalupa gordita kind of deal if you take a Taco Bell reference, if you will. But um, definitely better. Much healthier for you. Um, heavy in protein. That was pretty decent. And you had a breakfast burrito. Yes. Yeah, same concept, except for I just did not stuff mine as much. And I rolled it up. And you folded it first, then rolled it in aluminum foil, and then baked it in the oven to yes, hold Yes, to hold it so there's no punctures or anything like that. Okay. Excellent. All right. So check it out, everybody. That is the breakfast tostada, breakfast burrito concept from the Frugal Snobs. Now, we know you've had a number of these items before, but a tostada is a little bit different. Um, if you're not familiar with what a tostada is, go out and Google it, folks. I mean, it's basically a flat, uh, warmed, cooked tortilla with toppings on it. Very popular in Latin America, particularly in Mexico. I enjoyed them when I was down there uh, doing some graduate work back in 2004. Really enjoyed tostadas. So Christina did a good job of replicating this morning. Much healthier for you than fast food. Check it out. High in protein. It is the breakfast burrito and breakfast tostada. Um, And again, the images will be out there for everyone to take a look at, including the beautiful image of the tostada that you took this morning, Christina. Uh, We'll be out there with this week's post with episode 51. So enjoy it, everybody. We're doing what we can to help you out, help you eat better, help you look better, help you feel healthier. Be well. Never pay retail. Everybody enjoyed the episode. We'll see you guys next week.